Welcome to the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, a place for anybody and everybody who wants to become the best versions of themselves. Your story doesn't make you who you are. It is the rest of your story, who you choose to be. You can write a story about who you've been, and you can write a story about who you are now, but you can also write a story about who you could be. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Look into your heart and see what it is that you truly want. You have to take possession of your life. You must be the master of your own kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, where we cover all the things that will make us learn and grow into becoming the better versions of ourselves. It's a new year. A lot of us want to start strong. We've set new goals. We want this year to be great. And then a few months, even maybe a few weeks later, it will start to go downhill and we forget all of it. Let's not do that this time. Let's see five ways that we can build habits that last. All right, all right. We're one month in this new year, 2023. How are you doing? But for real, ask yourself that. How are you doing? And it's okay if you haven't started with the biggest bang ever. If you're not killing it right now, it's okay. To be honest, I myself started this month pretty slowly. I do have a plan for 2023. I did all my reflection and my review of past year, but I still took it pretty slow this month. But we got 11 months left. I'm pretty sure you don't want to look back at the year in 10 months and regret things you haven't done. So let's see how we can build habits that last. First of all, before getting into this, if you haven't done it yet, I strongly suggest that you do a review of your 2022, see what went well, what didn't go so well, what lessons have you learned, and also set your goals for 2023 and the habits and the support systems that will make those goals happen. You will not get the best out of this year and out of you if you don't give it the time to think about it and plan accordingly. All right, now what are the biggest mistakes that make people fail at the habits that they want to incorporate in their life? And what should we do to build habits that last? I'll first go over it quickly and then get into the details of each one. Number one, start small. Number two, track each habit. Number three, understand why and how it works. Number four, connect it to a bigger picture and purpose. Number five, raise the bar as you go. And actually, I know I said five, but I just added two. So we're going to make it seven. If you look at 2023 and you add the two plus the zero plus the two plus the three, it makes seven. It's the lucky number seven. Seven is a beautiful number. So let's just make it seven. So I said five, but let's make it seven. Number six, celebrate each small win and milestone. And final number seven, don't focus on the results, but on the progress and consistency. And I know probably most of these, you're like, yeah, sure, I know it. But what matters and what has impact is not to know, but to apply. 
So let's get deeper into each one. First one, start small. The mistake so many people do is that we start, we got the motivation, we got that drive, and we go all out. Out of nowhere, we haven't been to the gym for a year. We're like, I'm going to go and do a one hour and a half workout four times a week. And sure, it might work for a few weeks, maybe even longer. But the thing is that you're giving yourself a lot of reasons to fail because it's a big change. So the goal is to start small. So the harder and the bigger the habit is, the more energy and discipline it requires. If you start small, you get enough satisfaction of doing something and you create the traction but also you don't give yourself a lot of reasons to not do it if it's small enough. So imagine if you tell yourself every day I'll do 10 push-ups versus a 30-minute workout. Or you tell yourself I'll read 5 minutes versus I read 10 pages. Or you decide to go to sleep 15 or 30 minutes earlier instead of 2 hours earlier. I'm pretty sure you can guess which one of these it's easier to keep up and which ones are harder. And also, just to throw a little bit of science behind it, there's literally a chemical reaction in your brain. There are neurocircuits that are being activated and are being created, and it's the repetition that will build them, not the intensity. Number two, track each habit, especially in the beginning, it's super important. The mistake a lot of people do is just telling the habit to themselves and that's all. And expecting that you will always remind yourself and keep yourself in your mind accountable. But the beauty of tracking each habit, and it can be on a piece of paper, in a habit tracker booklet, on an Excel sheet, doesn't even matter. It doesn't have to be nothing fancy. But that system that you check off every time you do it, it serves as a reminder because you know you have that thing to check off. Also, it serves as an accountability tool because it's kind of like a friend in a certain way that you don't want to deceive. You know that there is that paper there and there's that box that you want to check. Also, it creates a momentum. And especially when you're building new habits, momentum is everything. And the final good thing about this is that it literally gives you satisfaction of checking off a box. There's literally a boost of dopamine and happy hormones in your brain when you check off a box. Now, third one, understand why and how it works. The mistake here is in not understanding the basics of how your body, your brain, a certain habit works, the benefits and the consequences of not doing it. So really, just take a few moments here and there. It doesn't have to be before you start the habit. It can be as you go. But educate yourself on the subject, on that habit per se. Even just the basics. The more you know how something works, the better you know why you're doing it. So for example, eating healthy because it's the right thing to do isn't enough. The processed fast food and all the sugar drinks will end up by winning you over. But if you understand what the sugar does to you, what happens in your body, what are the consequences, then you have a stronger motivation Because you know the information. 
Number four, connected to a bigger picture and purpose. A mistake a lot of us do is doing something because others are doing it or because that's what you think you should do. But truly, you need to know why this habit matters to you and how it fits in the bigger plan of your life, of yourself, of your growth. And not only it will give you the initial boost and motivation when you start, but also it will be a reminder and a powerful tool for the days that you don't feel like it. And the bigger picture doesn't have to be your life goal or the big life purpose. It can just be simply this past year, I've been sick a few times and I realized how my energy was lower and I was able to connect it to how not enough I move or do exercise and also that my nutrition is not the best. So that becomes your motivation. You know that on the days that you train or you're active and you eat well, you feel so much better. You're so much more alive. So that's your motivation. You're imagining yourself and you're moving towards a you that is living more life and that is fully present. Number five, raise the bar as you go. A mistake here is doing a certain habit for a certain time. You're happy, you keep doing the same thing and then at some point you get bored and you don't really understand why it fell off. You've been doing it for three months and then you need to start over completely. So as much as you don't want it to be too hard in the beginning to not create too much friction and also to be able to build those neural circuits and also to create that momentum, but don't let it stay too easy neither. It's okay if you reach a certain level that you're like, okay, I'm feeling comfortable here. I'm good. I'm happy. I'm proud of myself. But make sure that not too long after that, you start raising the bar or switching things around. Number six, celebrate each small win and milestone. The mistake here is kind of obvious, is simply not celebrating the wins and the milestones because we think we need to be serious and also we just want to maybe celebrate at the end of the whole big goal, but that's not how we should do it. You want to give yourself positive emotional reinforcement as soon as you do make one step forward, you do have a small win or you reach a certain milestone. As I talked before about the brain circuits being created, actually positive emotions make that process multiple, multiple times faster and stronger. And there's real science behind it. Whatever you do, if you get yourself excited about the habit, about the progress, about the achievements, it will create stronger habits. And stronger means easier to execute because there's less resistance and also easier to keep up on the long term. And final one, don't focus on results, but on the progress and consistency. And that's one of the deadliest mistakes a lot of us do and then stop habits because we're thinking while doing the habit, one week later, two weeks later, you tell yourself, I'm not there yet. I think that's the most easy to visualize example If you want to lose 20 pounds and you start eating better and going to the gym, if you focus only not on the habit, not on being proud that you're doing it and you're moving in the right direction, but on the fact that you still have those 20 pounds that you don't want to have, you're telling pretty much yourself every single day, 
I'm not there yet. And by doing this, you're telling yourself, well, what I'm doing has no results. So why should I keep on doing this? And I've repeated this so many times across all the episodes, and I will probably continue to do so. But focus on what you can control. You control if you went seven days in a row to the gym. You don't control if you lost five pounds in that seven days. The results will come. It's inevitable. 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 How do you say this thing? Inevitable. Inevitable. Anyways, the results will come, I guarantee. But if you focus on the results, it will be easier to get discouraged and demotivated and just simply stop. So let's go over all of them once again. You have to start small, track each habit, especially in the beginning, understand why and how things work, connect it to a bigger picture or purpose, Raise the bar as you go to not make it too redundant or easy. Celebrate each small win and milestone and don't focus on the results but on the progress and consistency. And you know what? All of these or even a few if you pick and choose, it's really not a big effort. Actually, these little tips make it easier, the whole process of you becoming a better version of yourself. The only thing that might seem or feel uh, that's too much, it's too complex, it's maybe just because you don't do them, so it seems like it's another thing that you're adding, another thing that you should do. But each of these might take a few minutes, and you might have to make a few changes in how you do things. But trust me, it will make the process better, easier, and more fruitful. And obviously here, I've been very surface level. These are seven very good tips that I've taken from experts and from different studies. But if you want to go really deeper into the science of habits and truly understand the whole world of habits and patterns and human behavior, I strongly suggest that you learn Atomic Habits, the book, And also the book, The Power of Habits. These are two incredible books filled with studies and tips and techniques. On this, I hope this was useful and that you will level up all your habits and you will have an incredible 2023. And I will see you at the next episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they may acquire anything they want. It is important to draw wisdom from many different places. If we take it from only one place, it becomes rigid and stale. Understanding others, the other elements, and the other nations will help you become whole. Step by step, the student is being brought together with himself to the point where he catches up with his own inner being and can accept it completely. And that is, you see, the most difficult thing to do, to accept oneself completely. But because we lack awareness or understanding of who we are, we're totally locked into a physical world and we let things outside of us control us. 95% of the population are reacting to life. They're not really living at all. And it's very important that you realize that your evolution, your, your journey through this incredible thing is nothing to do with anyone else. And you can't live your life 
the way your mummy and daddy want you to live it, or the way the people at the office say you gotta live it, or the way society says you gotta live it. You gotta live it for yourself.